Welcome into the I Don't Know Jim podcast trailer. I'm your co-host, Pat Sheehan, and this will serve as a sneak peek into what the I Don't Know Jim podcast will be. On this show, I will be joined by friend and fellow football expert, Alex Lee, as we discuss NFL football throughout the year. In our weekly recap show, set to air every Monday, we will wrap up every game from the NFL season and give our hot takes, major takeaways, and tell you what teams are fraud and what teams for real. We will also preview upcoming matchups and give our betting picks in our pre-game preview shows that are set to air every Thursday. I don't know, Joe. Presented by Pat Sheehan and Alex Lee. So welcome to the first inaugural episode of I Don't Know, Jim. This is uh, something we've been talking about for quite a while, so I'm pretty excited to get right into things and, and kind of run through all of our thoughts on how the season has started. Yeah, I love it, Pat. Uh, Got to be honest with you. I don't exactly remember the exact moment in time that I agreed to do this with you. I think I had a few beers in me, but uh, nevertheless, I am happy to be here. Yeah, it was kind of an on-the-fly type of deal, but uh, <laughs> we had mentioned it. Definitely floated it No, no, no. There. Yeah, of course. Of At course, one point course. or another. I do recall uh, those, but uh, yeah. No, yeah, so, of course. Um, you want to get into it? Yeah. Yeah, let's just, just dive right in. Uh, first game of the season. Bills at the Rams, SoFi Stadium, Rams opening up as defending Super Bowl champions, and they just got walked on. <laughs> they did indeed, Jim. Uh, I won't lie to you. I thought they were going to put up a better showing, but the Bills are good. Absolutely. I I had picked the, the Rams. Um, I, I, just, I just don't know what happened to them. Their offensive line was brutal. And... Stafford. They didn't look good. Yeah, you know, Stafford. I, uh, I mean, there has to be something wrong with his elbow. That's really way more than what they're making it out to be, right? Like, I know you. I know you mentioned that in um, the off season, and I kind of thought you were full of it. But uh, no, no, he did not look like the Matt Stafford that just won the Super Bowl. No, exactly, and he wasn't doing the things that made him special, like. Some of the arm angle stuff. We didn't see that. He tried <laughs> he tried a no-look pass to Cooper Cup and he airmailed it and it got picked off. That, that was just very discouraging from a team that put it all together last year. Uh yeah, no, I agree. But you know, it's week one. It's early. I'd love to see some uh more Allen Robinson moving forward, especially because I have him on every single fantasy team and I reached heavily for him but uh he's he's a player and you gotta get him involved no I agree I think that when all the attention is on Cooper Cup he's a guy that can change the game I just I I don't understand how he would he get two targets it was definitely a low number (laughs) (laughs) I don't know the exact number but it wasn't high all right well you know if I'm coach if I'm coach McVeigh Let's get him some more, <laughs> more targets. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't disagree. On a, on that same note, what was up with Cam Akers? He just like didn't play. 
you know, I think he's, I've seen some stuff about the, you know, running backs that tear their ACL never come back the same. And he, he looked so bad. Uh, yeah. I, I just didn't, I didn't think he looked good at all. He, he's not explosive like he was. I mean, I'm hoping and praying that, you know, he can figure it out too, but I don't know, Jill. I mean, it looked like Daryl Henderson was a guy. And, I mean, I'm not going to try to knock Daryl Henderson, but I don't really think he's anything special. We saw what Akers can be when he's healthy, and obviously pre-injury he was awesome. So it was kind of shocking to see him ride the bench all of opening night. Yeah, um, I agree with you there. Uh, on the other side of the ball, though, the Bills, like, hello. Mm-hmm. They were unreal mm-hmm. all night. Oh, we didn't even mention Jalen Ramsey. He got cooked. Yeah. <laughs> um, dude, I remember I mentioned it on on my couch watching the game. And I'm not I'm not gonna say I'm a proponent of the taunting penalties. But did you see what Stefan Diggs did to him? When Stefan Diggs did the on your head right in his face. <laughs> That was pretty bad. <laughs> Did you see the taunting from last night in the Broncos Seahawks game? Yeah, that was even worse. He barely. I just, he was I just, I just don't up. know how that doesn't get flagged. I don't know how that doesn't get flagged, or that gets flagged. But Stefan on your head digs. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't make sense to me. That's all. Oh, I agree. I'm with you. It was it was pretty in his face. So, <laughs> <laughs> and Dig cooked them all night. Eight receptions, 122 mm-hmm. yards, and a touchdown. Wow. Not too shabby. Not That's pretty good. That's shabby. pretty good. Yeah. And Josh Allen was a beast. He was just – that stiff arm he had was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Literally looked like Derrick Henry in a quarterback's body. And on the defensive side of the ball, that Bill's defense was legit last year. And they added Von Miller, who looks just like his old self. I think a lot of people thought that he was washed, you know, last year before the Rams acquired him. And ever since that, he has just looked reborn. I I agree. Yeah. Um, I thought the Bills would kind of get hit with the curse of the everyone's too high on them. Mm. Um, But no, they looked, they looked very good. I was impressed. Yeah, they definitely stepped up in week one. So, good win for them. The Rams obviously have some questions to answer. But it's a long season, so we'll see. All right, let's move on to the representative from the AFC in last year's Super Bowl. The Cincinnati Bengals visited the Pittsburgh Steelers and took an overtime loss in week one. Kind of shocking. Everybody, everybody, including myself, uh, they just did not look put together in the slightest. Yeah, I mean, I would just ask uh, Bengals what happened. Um, but yep. no, I'm, I, I wouldn't because I wasn't surprised. I knew the Bengals were frauds, and I knew they shouldn't have made the Super Bowl, and I knew they would regress to the mean. Wow. Joe, Joe Burrow had four picks, and he lost a fumble. And that's not to say they're not going to be fine this year. They'll be fine. But teams catch up, Jim. Teams catch up. I and agree. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to overreact. It's an AFC North battle. Those games are always close. You know, maybe it says more about the Steelers for having five takeaways and still having to win in overtime. 
I, I just I'm not I'm not high on the Bengals. No, I, I I agree. I just don't think that you can come out and turn the ball over that many times and expect to win. The fact that the game went into overtime in the first place is kind of ridiculous when you think about it. Like the, the fact that the Steelers couldn't do anything to pull away. I, yeah. I think that that speaks volumes of, about them too. You get the ball that many times from the opposing team and you got to take it to the final seconds of overtime with missed kicks and obviously Cincinnati special teams that were missing their long snapper. So it was a nightmare for them. I mean, I, I wasn't too high on the Steelers coming into this year, so I, I can't say I'm surprised, but it was, it was pretty ugly for both teams. Uh, yeah. I'd say that's a good word to describe that game. Um, just ugly, 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 ugly. Yeah. And... Uh, one, one ugly thing I will say is that or non ugly thing. Jamar Chase. Did you see Jamar Chase? Uh, yeah. He he's he's the real deal. Uh, yeah. He's 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 good at football. He's definitely confirmed good at football. And there was a catch. I forget what quarter it was in, but that the Bengal he had in the end zone that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was this ruled incomplete. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the league later came back and said if the Bengals had challenged it, it would have been a touchdown. Yeah, I know exactly which one you're talking about. Um, Zach Taylor, not a good coach. Like, what are you doing? Like, come on. That's insane to have the league come out and say that would be a touchdown and uh, you guys didn't challenge it. What is that? (laughs) That's that's just insane to me. There was a ton of coaching miscues in week one but but that was one of them like that was absurd yeah certainly um another thing i kind of want to touch on is that tj watt injury for the steelers that's brutal it's not as bad as they thought it was but he's no yeah yeah i mean i don't know i mean i kind of agree with you with the like i mean what are the steelers really going to do this year realistically Mm-hmm. Uh, you never want to see a good player injured, but <laughs> I, I don't know if like the term their season's over is even worth applying to that situation. Cause you know, TJ Watt stays healthy the whole year. What are they doing? Nine and eight max. Yeah, it'd probably be a repeat of last year, to be honest with you. So, so yeah, Steelers dead. Goodbye. <laughs> see you in 2023. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, it's early, but if you want to put the dead in the Steelers, it's, it's up to you. No, they're dead. All right. All right. So you have it. Steelers dead. Steelers 2022 season is officially over after a week one overtime win <laughs> over the defending <laughs> AFC champions. So call the hot take, police. <laughs> um yeah, but I agree. I, I think it's going to be a long year for them. So, all right, we're going to keep it in the division for our next game recap. In this one, we had Cleveland Browns visiting the Carolina Panthers. And this one was really all about the revenge or lack of revenge for Baker Mayfield against his former team. I, I think I didn't watch a whole lot of this game. I think both teams are going to be irrelevant this season. Great to see Baker get a consolation touchdown. Clearly meant a lot to him. Uh, 
you have any additional thoughts? Yeah, a, a couple of things. Um, the Browns run game looked awesome. And that's not really surprising. They have one of the best offensive lines in the league and the best duo, in my opinion, and Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. But I, I kind of agree with you. I don't really think either team is going to do anything this season. Carolina, in my opinion, moved laterally by acquiring Baker Mayfield. He's not too much of an upgrade of what they had last year in Sam Darnold. And Cleveland, I mean, they have Jacoby Brissett for – most of the season. They did that to themselves. I, I've written about it before, but I don't know how you give someone like Deshaun Watson, who's had all those issues, a fully guaranteed contract. That just seems insane to me. And in the process, you pretty much give up a, a year of a really strong roster in Cleveland. So, I mean, my season outlook on either team is, is not very high. And I really didn't take too much away from this game. Uh, I don't think that the Panthers are going to do anything special. And Cleveland, I think, is going to be hamstrung by their quarterback, Kobe Brissett. He's a nice player. He's a good, you know, he's a serviceable quarterback, but he's not going to win you any games. And more often than not, he's too cautious to, to do anything for you. So that's kind of what I, what I thought out of this matchup. All right, we can round out the AFC North here as I am the resident Ravens fan of New England. So yep. <laughs> that's, a big, that's a big title to give myself. That's scary. <laughs> um, this game, probably pretty easy to miss this one uh, and just float over the box score and see Ravens win, Jets lose, Jets suck, Ravens good. And, you know, those can be true. Yep. Uh, I think the Jets looked good. They looked promising. I think they um, made steps forward this season based off that one game. But their defensive side of the ball, I heard their defense looked uh, much improved. They looked year. much improved everywhere. Um, and I think they ran into a team that I think is going to be one of the best in the NFL this year. Um mm. So I don't think a 24 to nine loss is a bad result for the Jets. And I think people are going to sleep on them. They can. Um, I mean, Joe Flacco did throw the ball 60 times, which is crazy. Yeah, it's a little but absurd. I, I think the Jets will be all right this year. Um, Interesting. Yeah, weird to start off the number one Ravens fan with a Jet analysis, but. Hey, <laughs> do what you gotta. No, I mean, and then the Ravens, you know, somehow Devin Duvernay pulls in two touchdowns, that's not sustainable. No. Um, you know, Mark Andrews, you got to find the end zone, please, buddy. Not that that was an issue, but maybe for my balance of my sports book. <laughs> um, Lamar, Lamar is Lamar. Ravens defense, good to see them back. Uh, Kyle Fuller towards ACL. Yeah, that's tough. God, I really just wish Ravens could stay healthy. Uh, I guess you can't complain too much when there's some, been some way bigger injuries around the league this week, but hmm. I'm hopeful for the Ravens. They looked good. Jets looked improved. Those are my thoughts. Nice. Yeah, no, I agree. I really didn't 
catch too much from this game. I saw a couple of bombs from Lamar. So he looked good. Airing it out at least. I kind of looking over the rushing numbers here, and they definitely don't look like your typical Ravens rushing totals. You know, the story you guys had that streak last year of however many games with a hundred mm-hmm. plus yards rushing. So, and that's pretty much been your identity. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but the past couple of years since Lamar no, no, no. starter is, is yeah, you're correct. Ground and pound. So I know that they're missing JK yeah, Dobbins. I mean, that's the thing, because they they're still getting some guys back. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Gus Edwards didn't play. So maybe when you're healthier, then then things will resume. But yeah. Agreed. Yep. Uh, gonna be a good year. Yep. Nope. I agree. I I have them uh, being a top contender in the AFC. I think I had them in my as my three seed heading into the season, winning the AFC North. So I really wouldn't be shocked if they have an awesome season. All right. Now we're gonna hop to my favorite team, the New England Patriots. And they opened the season in Miami with a 20 to 7 loss. And they looked absolutely brutal. I really struggled to find anything that I could look at and be like, well, you know, at least we have this. I just it was the most brutal open to a season from a Patriots team. I think I can remember. I had low expectations for them heading into the season. So I can't really say that I'm too shocked that they got blown out in the opener, but they're in serious, serious trouble. I mean, on the offensive side of the ball, I like Mac Jones. I didn't love the pick when we took him, but he proved me wrong his rookie year. He He's a solid starter, but I think that he needs a support system around him. And I don't really think he has that. And it starts with the coaching. He's got Matt Patricia and Joe Judge calling plays for him as opposed to Josh McDaniels. That's a huge change. I really don't think that they know what's going on. Um, also, they've got no quick strike ability on offense, if they're going to score or even get into scoring range, it's going to take five, six, seven minutes of the actual game clock. And when you have to play situational football, that's just not sustainable. You can't win like that. You're not going to be able to, to put up points and win games like that. It's just something that I look at as a major flaw for them. Their offensive line looks totally out of sync too. There was that strip sack fumble recovery for a touchdown where Trent Brown didn't even see the guy coming off the edge and Mac Jones got stripped. So my, my, my main takeaway I think would be that the offense really looked in, like they were in shambles. The defense was okay. They struggled to guard Tyree kill and not surprisingly, Miami's offense is going to run through Tyree kill all season um, but they knew that Tyreek Hill was getting the ball. Tyreek Hill still got the ball, and Tyreek Hill mm-hmm. went all over him. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you kind of kept it contained there. But I thought you were going to lose it. Um, I'm I wasn't very high on the Patriots this season either. 
Um, and they still surprised me at how bad they looked. They just looked awful, in my opinion, at least. It looked like <laughs> it looked like a checkdown offense that wasn't good at checkdowns. No, I think you're right. Seriously. There was no like deeper intermediate routes. Mac Jones hooked up with Jacoby Myers on a nice deep ball. And then Kendrick Bourne, who barely saw the field and was one of Jones's favorite targets last season, which I thought was pretty interesting. Um, but they just looked so limited on offense that it was kind of shocking. Uh, totally out of sync. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, good. Huh? I was just going to say, you have to score points to win games. Yeah. Uh, Got to get down the field. Yeah. and Didn't no. really look like they were good at doing that. No. No. And good for Mike McDaniel, too. You know, it's his first start as a, as a head coach and go up against Bill Belichick, go for it on that fourth and seven and end up with a t- nice touchdown from Jalen Waddle and Got some credit from Tyree Kill after the game saying that he needs a wheelbarrow. That was that was, that was, that was nuts. Call. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, good for them. I think the Dolphins are are going to compete for a playoff spot. I don't know if they'll make it. I don't think two is anything special, but they looked like a different team on Sunday. And that concludes our trailer episode. Thank you very much, everyone who listened, and we're really excited to keep you guys informed and give you our takes throughout the year.